get it, losers. It's time to bitch. It's Jessica. Hey guys, it's Nicole. We, we are, are two chicks who bitch. Welcome to week two of the month of Loki. Mm-hmm. And our rambling nonsense. If you're still here after last week's episode, you deserve a medal. It fact. <laughs> that, that's a fact. <laughs> so, I, mm, mine's a little Loki, but it's also a little Harry Potter, naturally. Because what's my type? Oh, yeah. Tall, dark, and dark. And fucked up. up. Yeah, it's all dark and dark. I mean, it's just, you know, little you twisted. Get, have little I been scary. sending you? I get, I, I get these random videos, and it's like, I forget. It's like my type is tall, dark, and brooding. Yeah. Like, don't you mean tall, dark, and toxic? Yeah. <laughs> and then they just show all the different like toxic characters that she's obsessed with, and I'm like, it's highly me. accurate. And usually if I come across one, I forward it to you because I'm like, hey, look, there's like eight out of ten on your list. <laughs> At least eight out of ten on your list. Yeah. Tall, there dark, might be, dangerous. Yeah. There might be one or two that you're like, eh. Eh, that's true. Like, I just, I never got into the whole Vampire Diaries thing. I mean, they're all right, but it's not, I don't well, know. I have to sit down and watch it at some point. It um, is, so it is good, but after a while, it just kind of... Repeat. Like I, yeah, yes and no, because then they have they have two spinoffs and right. I read Vampire Diaries. So I was like super excited when it came out because I was like, oh, I've read these books. This is awesome. <laughs> and and naturally, they kind of deviate a little bit. But and then they, had to go, they had to go on the third base. They had to go even beyond. I don't know. I don't know. Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's on squirrel, first? Squirrel. What's on second? All right. Anyway, go back. Anyway. Vampire Diaries. You read. Yeah, it. I don't even know why we're talking about this. This is month of Loki, but we're gonna go talk about Vampire Diaries because why? Well, not? Tall, dark, and toxic. Exactly. Damon Salvatore. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy, my gosh. Wow. I mean, see, I followed where we were going. Okay. See go. that? Anyways. <laughs> you got me back on track. Yes. Record that because that'll never happen again. Oh, it That's is being recorded. First. I know, right? <laughs> wow. Pretty proud of me. I deserve wow. a pat on the back for that. <laughs> pat, 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 pat. Pat, pat. Yeah. No, so I was really excited about that show because I read the books. So I was like, oh, this is great. I get to, because it's not very, of all the books that I read, uh, that I actually get to watch it come to life is very rare in right. the grand scheme of things, right? So that was super exciting. Um, so to see those characters like, come to life, that's why I'm just like, oh. Damon and Stefan, this is amazing. Like personified. And I think they just did uh, <laughs> like Ian, what's his name? Ian Summerholder, like as, as Damon was just spot on with those baby blues and that rakish little smirk of his. Like it was mm, <laughs> spot on. I mean, so, like I said, I appreciate a good looking guy. He's tall and dark and handsome, so mm-hmm. he fits. He checks my boxes. I just he does as that character. Show. You hear him right. talk as himself, and he's a cupcake. Like, right. <laughs> well, okay. Alan Rickman and Tom Hiddleston, same thing. Exact same thing. Exactly. Very true. Tall. They're tall, dark, and brooding in all of their characters, but in real life, they're yeah, they are or were sweet little cinnamon rolls. Ex- exactly. exactly. Um, it's okay. I'm here for that. I love that. Same. I, I love that they can do both. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I um 
<laughs> but if you've never watched Vampire Diaries or watched all the way through, I highly recommend at least Vampire Diaries till the end. I want to say there's eight seasons. Or the original is the spinoff, which there's five seasons. I have yet to finish the last season because it just went so weird that I was like, I'm not into this, but I need to finish it because <laughs> I'll never leave it unfinished. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, okay. So, yeah. So going back to, to Loki and why I got us distracted with tall, dark and toxic. Um, <laughs> Loki and Snape. Okay. Okay. So, I'm here. Caught my attention. I know. I know. <laughs> Elaborate. So we know how Snape feels about Harry Potter. We know that we know that he he swore to protect him. He doesn't particularly like him because he thinks it's his father. But that all kind of gets straightened out at the end somewhat. He realizes that Harry's not his dad. Harry tries to save his life, fails. He gives Harry the memories. Harry fights for him to get an order of Merlin posthumously. Okay, whatever, fine. Now, the Marauders, so I guess I have to bring Sirius Black into this too. So the Marauders were tricksters. They were nasty fuckheads, but they were tricksters. So if Loki was at Hogwarts when Snape and the Marauders were there, Whose side do you think Loki would take? Between the Marauders and Snape? Yes. It's kind of weird to me because Snape and Loki as children are very similar. Yes. So I feel like that's where he would fall because they are very similar in appearance personality darkness so, yeah and nice. while yes they are tricksters they are very much the the popular They're... kids aka thor so <laughs> like the marauders are to snape as thor is to loki yes so and they're both princes well snape's well. half blood prince anyway yeah. regardless okay so i agree with you 100% I think that Loki would have had Snape's back and Snape would have had Loki's back and therefore the Marauders situation would have been somewhat mitigated or at least not as severe as it got. Um, because don't forget, we're talking North mythology, uh, not the snake. Fenir is one of Loki's children in North mythology and he's a giant werewolf. So Remus probably wouldn't have bothered him so much. He would have been like, eh, <laughs> yeah, but on, isn't the, the world serpent is one of Loki's children. Dormunger, too. Yes. So, so is Ella. Yeah. So is there's a fourth one. And I can't Loki, think of who Loki needs to calm down with the procreation. Jeez. Or he needs to find a human and stop creating <laughs> these giant monsters. <laughs> but, then he, but then he wouldn't be a trickster. That's that. Well, I mean, I don't know that bestiality falls under that, but sure, why not? <laughs> um. So anyway, so maybe it okay. was an Animagus. Who knows? <laughs> that could. Oh, that brings a, that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. We're going uh, way off track. All right. So, yeah. so uh, Marvel I've Loki. Read, let's go back. I've, let's go to Marvel Loki because okay. that's what we're supposed to be talking about. I've read way too much Alpha Omega fan fiction to even Clearly. wander down that road. Clearly. So we're just going to leave. Nicole anyway, goes okay. down <laughs> rabbit holes. 
500 million page word fanfic. 885,000 okay. pages. Working I was right. close. You were very close. close. Okay. So Loki and Snape. Now, how do you think Loki would react to Harry Potter? Do you think he would be as biased as Snape is? Or do you think that he wouldn't have those same blinders on? So he may have caught from the beginning the abuse, neglect, whatever you want to call it. Because J.K. she who must not be named, doesn't (laughs) really give us a whole lot of information. But do you think Loki would have been able to see Harry without those blinders? Or do you think if Loki had stood by Snape's side, maybe Snape wouldn't have had those blinders on when Harry came? Basically, what do you think Loki would have done with Harry? That's a lot to unpack because I feel like, so if Loki and Snape were friends from childhood and and saw firsthand what James did, like the impact, um, I don't know that Loki would have the same kind of like visceral hate reaction to Harry the way Snape does. I think he would not like him on his friend's behalf, but it wouldn't be to the same level because he wasn't in love with Lily. It didn't like he, he watched it as a third party as opposed to it happening to him. So I think he would have some bitterness there because he's like, Oh, you're the end result of, you know, this horrible thing that happened to my friend when he was younger. Mm. Um, but at the same time, and this is where it's hard because we've had the conversation before where we we really dislike how little she goes into the trauma that Harry experienced as a child yep. living in that household. But at the same time, those people around him, other than the ones that knew he was there and the type of people that they left him with, no one no one knew and he doesn't talk about it. Right. So like Ron, all them, yeah, like they didn't know until they weren't getting messages from him and they were like, well, this is weird. We have to go get him. Come to find out he was barred in. Like, so none of them would really have known what Harry had been through. And I think that's part of, to your point, why Snape had this very one-sided view of Harry because of the things that his dad did to him years ago. Whereas as it went on, Obviously, that alleviated as the years went on. But I feel like if he knew ahead of time, he probably wouldn't have been the way he was to him at the beginning. Does that make sense? I'm kind of rambling, but. No, I agree. And that was kind of where I wanted to take my next point. Mm -hmm. So. Snape was known for. And this might be fanon. It's very possible, but. It's been written over and over and over and over again that Snape could recognize abused children because of what he went through. Mm. And she who must not be named is constantly harping on the fact that Harry is smaller than everybody in his class. And he's skinnier than everybody in his class. And he's such a good seeker because he's so small and because he's so tiny. Mm -hmm. So knowing James and Lily firsthand, that's a pretty big blindside. For mm-hmm. Snape. Well, so, he's letting his emotions rule him as opposed to his experiences right. and exactly because he looks like he looks enough like James. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so pissed that for the movies they didn't change Harry's eye color because that's the kicker for Snape to see Lily rather right. than James. Anyway, 
So Snape is trapped in his adolescent torture when he sees Harry because he thinks of his father. And it doesn't help that Dumbledore constantly favors the Gryffindors, throws them points for no reason, puts them in danger, and just basically ignores every other house at Hogwarts except for the Gryffindors. Just like he did when James and Sirius and Remus and Peter, I guess, were at Hogwarts. Now we introduce Loki, who was there throughout the school year, saw what happens, doesn't have the visceral reaction because Lily wasn't his best friend. He was like, whatever. Like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. You shouldn't have said what you said, but like, okay, she's just she's another witch. Cool. Right. And he sees Harry for what Harry is. Small, mm-hmm. underfed, neglected, abused, wherever your brain goes with that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he would have been enough of an influence to change Snape's mind on who Harry was? I don't know that it would have been enough to change his mind outright from the get. I think it would have helped him see it sooner mm-hmm. because he would have had that different perspective right. in his ear. Right, He would have been hearing it from someone he trusted who he had known at a time when all of that had happened to him. So I feel like he probably would have come to it sooner than he did naturally or organically throughout the their relationship. I just don't know that it would have been an instant like, oh, yeah, you're right. Let me just put all this hate and this trauma and this PTSD, essentially, that I have aside and be all hunky dory about this kid who reminds me of the person that ruined my life. Like, I think there's so much more. Yeah, I think there's so much more there that he had to work through and himself and how and how all of that impacted his psyche that while would it have helped him? If hypothetically Loki was in this world and he was getting that perspective from him, yes. I just don't know. It wouldn't have been instantaneous. It just I think it would have happened sooner. Okay. So maybe I wanna... wouldn't have been as tough on him as he was. Okay. Maybe. So I want to pick a specific scene then. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think he would have saw Harry and been like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> the first potions class. Harry's taking notes on what Snape mm-hmm. is telling him. Do you think that maybe Snape would have walked over to see what Harry was writing before he snipped at him in class? Or do you think he still would have humiliated him that way? Now, mind you, it's a couple days after the sorting feast. Mm -hmm. It's a couple days after everything's happened. He's had a couple conversations with Loki at this point. Would that class have gone as badly as it did? If Loki had been the mitigating factor for Snape, what do you think? Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he wouldn't have done it at all. I think he still would have, because again, that, that emotion's still there. He has that kind of instinctual reaction when he sees him because it takes him back and it reminds him of this person that he hates. So I think, he still would maybe he wouldn't have been as to, I don't I don't know because part of me when I see that yes he's picking on him and leveraging the power that he has in that situation I think in his mind he was trying to teach him a lesson right I mean we we know he wasn't he was he was abusing his power but I think in his mind he was trying to teach him a lesson 
So right. I feel like he still would have done it. Maybe he would have went about it differently. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I can't picture how he would have done it differently. See, I think he still would have asked the questions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like afterwards, I don't know if I think he would have made the celebrity comment. I think he may have said something like, why aren't you all writing this down? And then stormed mm. back up to the front. So like still putting him on the spot, but not as vicious as he did mm-hmm. in canon. Yeah. Um, so I have a favor to ask of you. Yeah. Can can you write this fanfic? <laughs> can you can you do this? Can you? So can, I think if everyone anyone's listening and wants this to be a thing. If you guys want this, everybody who's <laughs> listening, if you want this and enough of you come back and say that you want it, I will start writing it. Although I'm also going to, well, no, Jess will beta for me. So, yeah, if you guys want this, if you want me to write this, <laughs> let us know. Like the Wizarding World, but with Loki. Yeah. <laughs> let's, like, see how, yes. let's see how much we can fuck like, shit up. <laughs> and when we say Loki, I, like in my mind, I'm picturing like MCU Loki. Like is like Absolutely. is that? Okay, great. Yeah. So Absolutely. it's like if, if anyone wants this crossover, because the more I like she and I are talking about it, like this is a real thing because we tend to do that with our. <laughs> our fictional space in our minds. So I'm like here for this. And I would really love to see almost just like you just did where you're like, okay, now there's this extra influence and even have like flashbacks of like when certain things happened to Snape, if Loki was present, what would have changed? Right. Cause I kind of feel like if Loki was present when they were kids with, with all the, the, you know, the picking on that James did, Loki would have been like, we're going to go get them back. We're going to go play tricks on them. Like he would have been like instigating like, hey, we're going to go retaliate in some way, like not maliciously, but he wouldn't have just let Snape sit there and brood about it and get angry. He would have been like, no, we're going to get them back. Yep. I agree. You know what I mean? So I think that would have helped him process a lot of those feelings and emotions and abuse that he was experiencing as a kid. That would have helped that because think of it. I mean, any obviously like I'm not condoning bullying right but I'm just thinking myself like think back to when you were a kid kids picking each other it's kind of it's human nature they're testing boundaries they're picking it to see what people do and what happens and what they can get away with right so you know I think to myself when my brother used to pick on me I would retaliate I'd find ways to pick on him right it's like you do that sibling, sibling rivalry or even with friends in the schoolyard like someone picks on you you have a choice you can walk away and ignore it. You can cower and show them your fear or you can fight back. Like those are your really, <laughs> there's more options. But so I feel like if Loki were there and an influence on him as a child and he wasn't just suffering on his own because he was essentially losing the one friend he had mm-hmm. and Lily, if he had both Lily and Loki, huh, LNL, then <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> little things in life. I right. feel like he would have handled it all as a child so differently that as an adult, would he have resentment towards Harry? Yes. And nowhere near the level that he absolutely had right. that we saw um, throughout the whole series. But yeah, I think, I think Loki could have had a huge influence on Snape just in the way that he approaches things. And now he's always, and I agree with you 110%. And to kind of build on that and take that even a step further, things got really bad with the Marauders 
because because Snape never fought back. They saw him as an easy target, which is why Snape then went on to to invent the spells and potions that he did Mm -hmm. to try and protect himself. Did he go too far? A hundred percent. Yes. Nobody should have ever invented Sectum Sempra, but he was a kid. He was a teenager. So you've got puberty. He's picked on. He has nobody else. He's being abused at school. He's being abused at home. There is literally no place for this kid to go. That's safe for him, except for with Lily. And then he fucks up. He calls Lily a really nasty name. But for some reason, his best friend in the whole world won't listen to him to forgive him. So weird, but okay. Because I know if somebody's truly my best friend and they've hurt me, I want to talk to them to try and resolve it because I, they're my best friend. Like, I love them. Like, Jess, you call me a mudblood. We're going to be fighting, but we're going to talk about it afterwards. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you don't let those people walk out of your life. Right. So that whole thing right there is weird and makes me wonder if there's any compulsions or potions involved in that Mm. but whatever i digress i also don't think that snape loved lily romantically i think she was his only person right and when she died he was so devastated because now there's no way he could ever fix it Mm -hmm. which we see that firsthand because exactly he's the one to find her yes i don't ever think it was romantic i think that she was the only solace he had. Mm-hmm. That's what he was afraid of losing. Mm-hmm. Not a romantic love, not somebody he wanted to pork into next week. <laughs> well, I think she was the she was his first and last solace, really, because yeah, it was the first time he experienced it as a kid. And then once he lost it, he didn't really look for it anywhere else because he didn't want to because he's like, I don't want to feel this way ever again to go find it again and lose it again. Right. So it was just easier for him to just turn everybody out. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think Loki would have been one of the best things that could have happened to Harry Potter. Because I think a lot of the trauma that we saw wouldn't have been there. Now, it's very possible because of all the shit that was going on up in Asgard. It's very possible that Loki would have left. And Lucius would have gotten to Severus just like he did in the books and talked him into taking the mark. 100% I could see that happening. But I would love to see a Loki Voldemort showdown. Oh, (laughs) my God. Can you imagine? He'd turn to Harry and be like, sit down. I got this. (laughs) Just fucking torture. Let me do my thing. Yeah. Let me do my thing. You can come in later. You can take the credit. I don't want the credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think he'd want the credit. (laughs) Could you could you see him walking up to Voldemort and going, Neil? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm here for that. I'm here yes. for that. Um, okay. So Loki would have definitely helped the Harry Potter universe. I can't really see any way that he would have hindered it. Um I think his influence there would have only been for the better. Now, <laughs> what if we take Loki? And we pop him into the Sherlock universe. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's just disaster waiting to happen. I, oh, no. <laughs> There's so many things about Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange that are very similar to him as Sherlock. Yes. Like there are like he brings a lot of himself, I feel like, into those characters. And there are a lot of similar. There's a reason he plays them so well. Yes. And just seeing 
you know, Loki and Doctor. And I'm really excited to see the two of them together more because I think we're going to. Me too. From, from what we've been kind of seeing so far, I really think we're going to see, or at least I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we see the two of them together more than just, you know, I'm falling for 30 minutes and try to attack right. him. Right. <laughs> so Same. I, yeah. So I'm very, I'm very curious. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think it would just be a clusterfuck. Like I just think because so that scene right where he takes him and and puts him in the you know that little <laughs> space where he's falling and then drops him and then Loki tries to like you know puff his chest at him like do you know who I am and he's just like oh please da 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 like get away like you know <laughs> just like, gets rid like he can't be bothered like he just. Right. He can't be bothered. And if it's kind of like how and I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but for me, if you think of Sherlock and his brother, Mycroft. Right? So Sherlock and, and Mycroft, the two of them together, like, yes, there's competition there. Because it's like sibling rivalry, but at the same time, Sherlock's like, God, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, go do whatever you do, play MI5 secret, whatever you do, and leave me alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like, like, Loki would be like, if there were a fourth Holmes sibling, <laughs> and he was yeah. the baby of them all, and they're, and they're just like, oh, here he comes again. <laughs> like, what the hell? We can't shake him off. We can't get rid of him. And Loki's just always like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> Kneel before me. Yeah, like that's how I picture that. Loki's just constantly trying to prove that he's, you know, the smartest or the strongest or whatever out of all of them. And the rest of them are just like, okay, go play in your sandbox. So I'm going to set a scene for you. Oh, God. Baker Street. Uh huh. Sherlock's at the window playing his violin. Mm hmm. John's sitting in his armchair by the fire reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Mycroft is on the couch where they usually interviewed clients mm-hmm. and Mrs. Hudson's in the kitchen with the, with the candlestick. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I mean, she might be, she might be I don't, knowing her. She might be, I don't know. Right. This is Mrs. Hudson. So it's very yeah. possible. Loki walks in. Oh God. And says, hello, brother. I have arrived. What are the reactions? Not a damn one. <laughs> Mrs. Hudson just goes, oh, hello, dear. Would you like some tea? That's my really bad English accent. I apologize. (laughs) And literally, John might glance up. And go, oh, shit. And then look at the other two. And then just lift his newspaper higher up. (laughs) And just settle in to keep reading. And Mycroft and Shirley don't even acknowledge his existence. (laughs) That's, That's how I would imagine that happening. And then Loki saunters over to Sherlock and goes, brother, dear, your (laughs) string's too loose. (laughs) And just, oh, the bickering would be fabulous. That'd be amazing. And you're right. John would just hide behind his newspaper. Yeah. He'd just be like, oh, shit. Why did I have to be home for this? Just going to stay here. (laughs) Okay. And she's just, and Miss Hudson's just oblivious to it all. Yes. Because those are her boys. Yeah. And. She's just going to turn a blind eye until she needs to whip out the Aston Martin and the gun. <laughs> um, okay. Now, Supernatural. Technically, we have a Loki already. We do. 
So how would MCU Loki feel about going into the supernatural universe and hearing that somebody was trying to pass himself off as Loki? He he would go looking for him. <laughs> he would be like, where's this little shit? Yeah, like, hold my helmet. I need to go find the shit <laughs> and show him what hold the real god helmet. of mischief. I can't <laughs> hold my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So Loki meets up with Gabriel. And Sam, Dean, and Cass are there. Discuss. The three of them pull out the beers and the popcorn. I <laughs> <laughs> See, I just picture a scene like the three of them are sitting down. Uh-huh. Dean puts his feet up, drinking his beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cass is just scratching his head like, "I'm what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's just looking between all of them like, are we really just going to let this happen? <laughs> and Dean's and like, then, Whoop. so, all right, so, you know, so the episode where he puts them into all the TV shows. Yes. Right. So I feel like the, so it's like Loki and Gabriel just going to be competing and (laughs) it's like the scenery around them just keeps changing to like something more obscene and over the top than before. And they're just, that's how they're competing to see who can make the most. I have the that you ordered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) exactly. Like that's what they're doing. And they're like, and every time it changes, like the scenery changes, and then the three of them that are sitting there watching, like go with them. So like they're constantly changing into different, like whatever, like whether it be outfits or I don't know, going with it. Like I feel like it's that episode, but times ten. Yes. Of them competing to see who like can do it better. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. <laughs> And it makes me think, it makes me go back to that that one fan fiction Broadway musical. Yes. And I could just hear Gabriel and Loki going, ha ha, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, so right, far, so- we've hit the top three. We've put Loki in Harry Potter, Supernatural, and Sherlock. Can, can we put Loki back in his in his space? <laughs> yes. We'll we'll return Loki back to the MCU. Yeah. We'll return Loki back to the multiple timelines he's on in the MCU. <laughs> Only because one thing I since to um yeah, so tomorrow's gonna be episode two. Disney is being very, very cruel and not providing us with previews. Or sneak peeks yeah. of the next episode. Which sucks. Yeah. So to the point where I think I spent a good 10 minutes trying to find a preview. <laughs> and Same. I was like, you jerks, there's no preview? How dare you? How blasphemy. And I know you watched it a couple of times. I watched it. We watched it together. And then um, I actually watched it last night again. Just says, I let me watch it again and, and kind of see, like, what did I miss? I know you said you listened to it. So there were a few things that the second time through that caught my ear, especially now because we've been kind of like, you know, scouring the wikis and seeing what people are saying and what the rumor mill 
or the theorists have to say in terms of what they think is happening. And I found it, you and I went down a rabbit hole while we were talking um, about, you know, is it Mephisto or is it Nightmare, yada, yada, yada. And then um, both or both and Mobius and Loki have a very interesting conversation that when the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, haha, that's kind of funny. And then I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because <laughs> Loki looks at Mobius is like, this place is a nightmare. And Mobius is like, no, that's a whole other department. One, I will help you burn down. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yes. Wait. So that's the truth dimension. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, there's something okay so it could be like they're teasing us with so many different things and they flat out told us that you know they need loki's help to find loki so there's obviously another variant when i remember when you and i were picking apart the trailers before the Uh first episode uh we see the hooded figure fighting two people in a hallway right in front of an elevator and i remember that i said to you i said wait a minute that's a female Right. I'm like, and I, I put it in slow motion. I paused it. I'm like, look at her body. I'm like, look at the body and how it's moving. I'm like, I like, I instinctually said that's a girl. Not right. really knowing who, what, context, nothing. And you were like, no, no way. It's a guy. And I'm like, just watch it again. The movements to me are more like slim and life and like more so how a someone feminine would move. <laughs> when you know fighting someone than right. a strong muscular guy so the minute they said that mobius said oh yeah i need your help in finding you i immediately because we had talked about it before was like that's it that's proof that's lady loki yeah the other variant that's on the loose that's loki is for me lady loki and i'm just like who did they get to play her like i can't wait if it really is Lady Loki, who did they get to play her? I'm very, very excited. I'm also so excited for Kid Loki. Yeah, because I think we're going to see it, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, we're, we're going to see multiple. We're going to see multiple. Now that we know that we have all the timelines, we know that Multiverse of Madness is on its way this year or next year. This year or next year? This year, right? 2021? Uh, Later this no. year? No, it's my birthday, silly. That's why we're going to Disney. Oh, that's right. So I'm sorry. Spider-Man, Black Widow, those and the, okay, that's what it yeah. is. So that's right. It's yeah, it's it comes out two days before my birthday. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> we have to keep an eye on that for whenever they release tickets, because if you want to watch it at Disney Springs, we have to make sure that we get one hundred percent want to watch it at Disney Springs. Yeah. We'll have to do that. So but that's my thing. Like my big prediction take it for what it's worth i i don't take deep dives into the the comic history like other people do and i you know i just for me from what i've seen and the little bit that i do know i would love to see like I, i'm really hoping that the loki variant that they are chasing is lady loki that's my big prediction that's who i think it's going to be are there going to be other villains yeah maybe probably well i don't think I just lady think loki's a villain yeah i don't know that she is either i just think that right now that hooded figure that's who i think it is and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Morbi- uh, Morpheus either. Mobius. I'm like, huh? Ooh, what? Sorry, too many M's. I don't know how I feel about Mobius either. I don't know if... I know he says that he wants to catch the other variant. 
But I don't know if I believe that. Because when he says time moves, I don't know how long I've been down here. Time moves differently. Mm -hmm. That's not the voice of someone who's happy with that. Yeah, you kind of go into like, okay, these people were literally created to serve this one purpose. And that's it. Like, I know the guy, um, the guy at the beginning when he's behind the desk and the guy that gives him the tesseract, he's like, <laughs> what's, what's a fish? fish? What's a fish? That guy. He's like, I don't know. I spent my whole life behind a desk. Yeah. Like they make comments like that. And I'm like, these people literally just came into existence how they are today, how we see them in that show. They weren't born babies, children had a, a childhood. Like they were literally put into existence for this purpose and that purpose only. And some of them are perfectly content to continue to do that. But those that actually go out and see the bigger world outside of the TVA, like Mobius. Right. I'm sure, because this is just the natural order of, you know, human evolution. They start to want more. What is my purpose in life? And they live in a life where time means nothing. Like, think of how much time has an impact on our lives as mortal beings. Mm -hmm. And he's literally, essentially, this immortal being whose sole purpose is to keep a timeline that's Doomed to determined fail. by these three beings that no one ever sees. Space lizards. Yeah, space lizards, yeah. <laughs> so so I'm with you. I think that there's more to Mobius than what we're seeing. I think he has his own agenda, whether it's good or bad, who knows mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what comes tomorrow on episode two. And then I know we're going to get to that episode and be like, damn, I want more. Right. So I have one more thought on this. Yeah. Before we call it a night, just so I can really fuck with your brain before we end it. I hate you. I know. You love me. It's okay. I do. I do. But I hate you at the same time. So the gum. It is. And that's why we're so good (sighs) together. The kablooey gum. Okay. The face on the gum is nightmare, I think. And Mm. I'm going to die on that hill. Mm Mm-hmm. The kid chews the gum and gets blue teeth. Mm-hmm. And I read somewhere that somebody's like, oh, it's because Loki's going to release the frost. No, sorry. You could shut up. So if the face on the gum is nightmare, Loki's with Mobius when he interviews the kid. Whose nightmare is somebody with blue teeth? It's Loki's nightmare because the frost giants, he doesn't like them. He doesn't want to be with them. They rejected him and he's scared of them. And at this point, hang on, let me think timeline-wise. That's 2012 Loki. He's encountered the Frost Giants at this point. He's already killed Laufey. Yes, yes. So he yep. just killed his own birth father. Yes. Got, fell off the Bifrost, stuck into a wormhole. Started the war in, in Jotunheim. Mm-hmm. So why, tell me why that wouldn't be his biggest nightmare mm-hmm. at this point. Mm. just food for thought maybe there might be something there right so for you guys that are listening tell us what your favorite easter egg was from last week i'm curious because there was like jess said there was so many of them so jess and i are both curious to know what your favorite easter egg or what moment hooked you into this show because the beginning was funny and i laughed and everything else but there's one moment that hooked me into the show, and that was the moment with the Infinity Stones. Spoiler, <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet. Then you probably shouldn't be listening if you haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Like, 
I think they know what we were going to talk about today. So if that was the last moment week. that that was the moment that hooked me. That was also the moment that started my existential crisis. Ooh, yes. But you know what I noticed when I watched it through the second time mm. that I didn't notice it, until I realized that these really powerful items essentially have no power at the TVA uh-huh. is when she when the T, the TVA agent, you know, punches him in the face and he's like one sixth his normal speed and she uh-huh. puts the collar around his neck. The minute she she picks up the Tesseract, she kind of like has a moment where she's like, huh, right? The minute she walks through the portal into the TVA, you see the Tesseract go from its bright, glowing blue to, to like this faded, dull, like almost like a dying heartbeat. Yep. And I didn't notice it the first time. And then once I knew, oh, yeah, we have a ton of these stones everywhere. They literally have no power. And I watched it the second time. I went, oh, shit, the Tesseract literally died the minute it came to the portal. I was also like, notice, Also <laughs> notice not every color Infinity Stone is there. Which one was missing? Uh, I don't think there was a purple one, which is power, which would make sense. And I don't think the Soul Stone was there. No, the Soul Stone's the yellow one, isn't it? No, yellow's mind. Yellow wasn't there either. Yes, orange no, was ye- there. Yellow was there. Oh, was it? it was the orange one. Orange was there. Red was there. Green was there. So mm. half of the stones were there. I, I didn't think... see any other blue stones except for the Tesseract, which is the space stone. Now, he said that they get all of them and people use them as paperweights. Mm-hmm. But this is Marvel. Nothing's done without a purpose. Why were some of the colors missing? You know I'm loading Disney Plus right now and I'm fast forwarding. Hang on. <laughs> Hold, please. Oh please! And I could have been—I could have been wrong. I could be wrong, on, but I'm I gonna, swear on, I'm there. Comes. He's looking in the drawer. All right, hang on. So we have. Oh God, my phone is really. Why is it so dark? Um. No, there's purple. There is one blue. There is. Well, he has the tesseract in his hand. There is one blue stone. Uh-huh. There is a ridiculously large orange stone. Okay. There's one, two, three, four, five reds. There are no yellows. You're right. One, two, three, four, five greens. And he picks one up. One, two, three, four purples, one blue. So there's one big orange. Well, two, because there looks like there's one outside the tray. Okay. There's two orange, four, four purple, four red, four green, and that one blue one. No so, yellow. And yellow is the mind stone. And that's how Fuckhead got her powers. And the orange one. <laughs> yeah. And just so you all know, I started fucking watching it. I got to episode five and fucking turned it off. I love stunned. that you made it five. Epi- like, I'm so proud of you for making it five episodes into WandaVision. Because I really didn't think you were going to make it past the first episode. And when she you told me you watched five, I was like, dude, you're more than halfway. Just go. Just go. Finish no. it. Finish no. it. She's a twat. No. Finish anyway. it. My poor neighbors better. are probably like, what the fuck I, is going cares? on? All right. Anyway, so mine stone is yellow. Now, the orange stone is the soul stone. That's very interesting. All right. Anyway, I wonder if that's how many times. If you think of who has what stone, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, they've had the time stone forever. So how many times has like the ancient one or... Doctor Strange or somebody passed through the TVA and lost that stone. Mm. 
and then had to go back in time to get another one. You know, well, how many times? I know, but there's also an infinite number of universes. universes. So right. those stones are a dime a dozen according to the TVA because they have access to every single timeline. And every so time fun. they go in and reset a timeline, yeah, they're going to have them if they don't eviscerate them. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because the minute he saw them and was like, holy shit, he grabs a Mind Stone, grabs the Tesseract, and then she comes in swinging her baton and fries the whole tray that had them in there. <laughs> like, they're all gone. I don't know if they're all gone, though. I think well, no, well, those that were there that she right. eviscerated are all because the guy was like, you almost got me. Not cool. <laughs> I can't. Oh, goodness. Anyways. All right. Well, I am excited. I've been patiently waiting all week. Same for the episode. I cannot wait. I mean, I can wait, but um, I don't even know when I'm going to watch it Wednesday because we're going to have friends down. I'll I'll watch. It. I'm, I'll be sure. I'll, I will watch it. There's no way I won't. So okay, I'm so curious. I might watch it ahead of you. So I might not talk to you on Wednesday. <laughs> that might be a good idea. I don't I have a very light schedule Wednesday, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop myself from putting it on as soon as I wake up Wednesday morning. <laughs> now that I think about it, I have a half day Wednesday. Okay. All right. So uh, we, will, we will watch it. We will watch it because there's no way I'm not going to watch it. So we will certainly talk about it again. See what little Easter egg. Because, again, the majority of what was in the trailer was in episode one. Right. Yes, there were some other things in the trailers, but I have no clue. We have no clue what's going to happen in episode two. Yep. No clue where they're going from here. And there's so many little tidbits from the trailers that we haven't seen yet. Like Loki dressed up as the politician, him in the TVA outfit in that little desert town. Like there's so many different little things in the trailers that we haven't seen yet. So I'm curious to see where they go next. Um, I implore you all, if you would like to hear the or have Nicole write the fanfic of Loki in the world of Harry <laughs> Potter, please write in to us. Um, you can always DM us on Instagram. We are on Twitter. You can – we're on TikTok now. We are. We are, we are Two Chicks Who Be podcast on TikTok, so you can find us there. We are Two Chicks Who Be. Or I always forget. You know what? In our episode notes, I have all of our social – just go there because I forget what they are. <laughs> so I just really quick, a side note before we – completely sign off i know that we told you guys we were going to do some instagram lives this weekend we had some technical issues it didn't happen so check for unboxing clips on tiktok um so you guys at least will be able to see what's inside all the stuff i got all right guys as always, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate that you guys are willing to spend time with us. Um, share your thoughts. Tell us what you think. You know where to find us. And we will catch you next week. Have a great night, guys. Bye. Bye.